R.M. Engelhart started sharing his words at local open mics in the early 90s and has since been a driving force in keeping poetry and spoken word alive and well in the area. He has hosted a number of readings and events over the years and continues to welcome writers new and old to the stage. In this clip, Engelhart reads his poem, Degeneration, at the Borders open mic on January 25, 1995. This poem was recorded for the CD, Volume, a compilation of Poets Live, that was produced by Mary Panza and Steve Clark, chronicling the poetry scene at the time at such venues as the QE2, Margaritas, and Borders. This poem, uh, poem called Degeneration, which is pretty much what X Generation, I think, is about. Then the water is a one-dimensional empty sky, the dream of the cynical demigod looking for his ticket to some lost paradise. And he says, Zen is dead, Zen is dead, hear my screaming, Zen is dead. The wolves hide the gates, the tax man is at the door. The anger must equal the silence, the silence must equal the score. You owe us one more, you owe us one more, you owe us one more, one more, America. It was written, ironically, in the so-called angst of Generation X. It was one of those poems which was sort of a an anthem kind of piece. It was something, you owe us one more, you owe us one more, America. With such a political poem in the 90s, I asked about how poetry can be used as a tool to protest and for social justice today. I see it as positive change. I see it as your words do matter. When you write a poem, when you put your thoughts out there into the universe, so to speak. And also that has to do kind of with mysticism or Wicca or whatever you want to call as well. You're putting, you're putting your thoughts, you're putting a part of yourself out into the world. That's your protest. That's your way of trying to influence and to help make things better, to heal them. That's what you're doing. Anger sometimes, however... You really can't avoid in a poem. If you are saying something against, well, certain political parties or whatever, yeah, it's going to be there. But it's your way of guidance. It's your way of making the world you see here in your head better. Poetry is something where it's its own form of protest. And if you use that power of those words, you can make a difference, I believe. Over the years, Engelhardt has shifted his focus from the politics and angst of the 90s, and I asked him about the changes and themes of his work. I'm not completely active as a political poet. I am pretty much just who I am. I'm into uh, mysticism, Native American uh, practices. I'm also into writing poems of different sorts and experimenting with poetry. And that's always been something 
that I've I've done. But you get me mad sometimes, like certain orange individuals out there, or people I know being put in jail for things they haven't really done, so to speak. Then you see me get political. As we emerge in a post-COVID world, what does the landscape look like for the arts? All of a sudden, we're in a new age, and we just got through a crippling disease of a couple years that basically disabled every scene. Music, poetry, art, everything. So people, now that they're able to get back out, all of a sudden, they're eager to get back out and they want to share their work because it's part of them. It's something that they feel that they have just like you and I do. We don't know exactly what moves us to say, well, you know, I want to get on stage and read, read some words to people, but it's, it's something that we enjoy and we were meant to do simple as that. Last year, Rob started a new series at the Fusebox called Invocation of the Muse. What was the motivation for starting up a new event in the space that was once the famed QE2, and were they looking to capture lightning in a bottle twice? Well, I got thinking around, it was already during COVID. Um, Took a break like everybody else, forced break, and... uh, Even before that, I was like, well, do I really want to start up an open mic again? Um, And I said, well, what the hell? I've done all these open mics in the past. I really enjoy promoting them. I enjoy meeting people. Yeah, I'm going to try again. And that just happened to uh, center and coagulate, so to speak, if that's the word, with the reopening of the fuse box with uh, my friend Traj who reopened that place, an old friend of mine. And uh, so we tried it there, but, and that was of course the QE2. And it, well, like we were talking about before, things change. Didn't, Didn't work there. And we both sat down, we talked about it, me and Traj. And we said, there's something here that's different. Years ago, maybe because it was the late 80s and the 90s, that was something that worked there. For some reason, it didn't. Well, we thought that maybe we could bring back what was the spirit, what was the original readings. Not in the same way, because I have done readings there previous, like School Night, but since COVID ended, and bars were reopening, we thought that starting Invocation of the Muse there would really kick off, that people would be in droves to want to get out of the house and read poetry. Apparently, that wasn't the case. Maybe they weren't ready. It was early in the, you know, decline of the COVID. Uh, So I waited about a month after I decided, and I still worked with the fuse box, and I still, um, help set up events with them. After giving it a few months at the Fusebox, RM decided to look for a new place to host his monthly open mic 
and he found Lark Hall. I was like, well, maybe I need a different type of place. Something that is just feels, you know, and I'll know that when I go into the place. And I thought about Lark Hall. And Lark Hall was putting on regular out regular shows and everything, and people were going. And I asked Jennifer Miller, who owns uh, Lark Hall, I'd like to try, you know, I'd like to try a couple poetry readings here and see if that works. She was very supportive and into the idea, her and her husband, Justin. And uh, next thing you know, we took invocation of the muse there, and it's we've been getting good crowds ever since. And uh, it works there. And I think it's because the building itself, there's something about the place and its past. Um, it was a place for suffragists. It was also, uh, over the years, a ballet. It, it was a theater, basically, and still is a theater. And the way you sound on that stage and just you're in a comfort zone. There's something about the place. So we found home. Aram Engelhardt is an American poet, writer, and author who over the last 25 years has published several books of poetry and has been published in many journals around the world. In 2000, he and I created Albany Poets and a year later held the first Albany WordFest. Currently, he lives in upstate New York with his wife, Kelly, who's a writer, photographer, and artist. Rob hosts Invocation of the Muse at Lark Hall on the first Monday of every month. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Tom Francis.